podcasts are sponsored by Kinexus, where we're passionate about helping the world improve and innovate more effectively with our web-based software. Learn more at www.makeimprovementhappen.com. Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 70 of Lean Blog Audio. It is July 20th, 2015. Today's post is titled, Fear, Lies, Failure, and Success, and Laughs on the show Silicon Valley. So I love the show Silicon Valley, and I, I just, as they say, binge-watched all 10 episodes of season two while traveling home from vacation last week. Now, there were a few scenes from two episodes that made me think about continuous improvement. Yeah, you know, even while on vacation. So when talking about lean or Kaizen or continuous improvement, people often say things like failure is a learning opportunity. I've said it and I, I believe it. It makes sense in the context of structured experiments in the workplace or the plan, do, study, adjust PDSA cycle. We plan, we understand the problem and consider causes and alternatives. And then we do, we test a change at a small scale. Then we study to see if our change is really an improvement. And we're leaving open the possibility that we discover our idea didn't work out. Or if things didn't work out, we adjust and go try something else. We recognize that what we learned from our attempt and we get better as a result. So if we insist on improvement, you know, every single time, every improvement idea being a roaring success, then people will get very, very cautious and, uh, and risk averse. They'll be far less willing to try anything if they fear punishment or derision. In my experience, we get more improvement by allowing some quote unquote failures to occur. Now, of course, you know, doing small tests of change minimizes the risk of failure. And you know, permission to fail doesn't give us permission to do wild and crazy irresponsible things. So as season two of Silicon Valley progresses, the big company, Hooli, has a very public failure in their attempt to stream a live ultimate fighting match uh, as a demonstration of their data compression technology, something called Nucleus. And apparently Hooli CEO Gavin Belson uh, is taken to task by his board. So in a meeting, Belson asks his board, what is failure? And you know he's making the little quotation mark uh, gesture with his fingers, as, as I was doing a minute ago, as in, you know, it's not a failure, it's a so-called failure. And Belson says to his board, you know, he's putting on his best face uh, in, in the light of this. He says, to the ignorant or those in conventional industries, the recent nucleus glitch might seem like a failure, purely in the negative sense. But all we all in, uh, in this valley know failures, just like this one, are really stepping stones. So then Belson you know, brilliantly compares himself to Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg by pointing out their failures that preceded Apple and Facebook. So Belson continues, the point being what those dying business sectors call failure, we in tech know to be pre-greatness. And the board is to say the least skeptical. A board member asks if he's saying that the failure was a good thing. Belson says, no, history is telling you that. And he brings up a screen, his slide that says in big letters, failure equals success. Now, it seemed perfectly clear um, you know, from seeing Hooli software developers in a previous episode talking that the Nucleus project was not at all ready for the, that public demonstration to take place. 
So in episode five, Belson says uh, in an internal company video broadcast, uh, this is again back before the failure, our nucleus division assures me that they're ready for this challenge. And so maybe more than being a case of bad news not flowing upward, somebody outright lied about nucleus being ready. But can you blame them for not being honest in a culture of fear? So a funny scene follows where different people uh, mention that their part of the code uh, you know, six weeks behind, but you know, they warn others not to say anything. And then a few weeks turned into uh, the project being more than 15 weeks behind. And uh, somebody asks, you know, does Gavin know about this? But of course, as, as you might expect in a culture of fear, the bad news didn't reach Belson. A woman who sounds like a manager says, uh, you know, I'm not going to be the one to tell him that Nucleus isn't ready, but, but you feel free. Here's, here's that whole scene. Did you uh, tell Gavin where we are on the video situation? He does know that converting the whole platform to middle out has put us at least six weeks behind schedule, right? Well, I'm not going to be the one who tells him we're that far behind. If you want to, feel free. I just heard you tell Heidi we're six weeks behind. But remember that drop frame issue I showed you? We're easily 15 weeks behind. Well, I'm not going to be the one to tell Heidi about that. Feel free to tell her yourself. Did I just hear you say we're only 15 weeks behind? I've been integrating the system natively. And Dude, I don't even want to know about it. <laughs> so it seems that fear, some very real fear, prevents the flow of information. As somebody explained on Quora.com, the company is plagued by crippling communication and management issues. Each subordinate is afraid to bring bad news to his or her boss causing a huge disconnect between those at the very top, like Belson, and the employees who are doing the actual work. It's clear that Huli is a hierarchical organization that has cultivated a culture of fear. And this is also discussed on Reddit, where somebody said, if anyone ever takes on the attitude of, I'm not gonna tell my boss the bad news, the team has a problem. The higher up that attitude begins, the bigger the problem. So in a lean culture, whether that's in a factory or a hospital or in a lean startup, we can't have a culture of fear. That's a lesson that comes straight from W. Edwards Deming, who is, of course, incredibly influential to Toyota and their leaders. Now, Dr. Deming, you know, I'm, I'm guessing, is probably unknown to a lot of lean startup folks. You know, he famously encouraged leaders to, quote unquote, drive out fear from the organization. You know, Eric Ries and other insightful leaders in the lean startup movement um, say they want to create new types of companies with different types of leadership and better cultures. That means you know, we need to create uh, fewer hoolies. We need to not have companies that are driven by fear. So as also said on Reddit, the problem is that fear-driven workplaces don't work and our careers and lives are filled to the brim with fears of losing our jobs and livelihoods. So it's funny to me that the fictional CEO Belson somehow wanted it both ways. He wanted the freedom to fail himself, but simultaneously created a culture of fear within Huli that wasn't allowing others to fail or to speak up about things getting off track. So what are you doing to help reduce fear in your organization? Are failures seen as stepping stones or big disasters? Does it depend on the circumstances? I'd love to hear your comments. Uh, you can go to leanblog.org slash audio seven zero and um, let us know what you think. Thanks for listening.